Welcome everyone to Squared Circle Rewind, episode 70, where we are reviewing WCW Super Brawl 4. You mean 70 episodes? Me and Ben have sat here 70 times and we're both living? Yeah. And we're not emotionally scarred? Yeah, amazing, isn't it? This is why you're in the middle of us. That that is true. There is a mediator here. That would be me. And, uh, yeah, it's a tough job. After the last episode, it's probably best. (laughs) Yeah, it's a tough job. What do you mean we're still alive? You mean you're still alive? By choice. Because I fight back. You don't? Harder. Slapped you upside the head and you were like, don't, stop it. Well, yeah, that hurt. Okay, I'm going to stop this here. (laughs) Let's go to Body Slam. He's about to get Body Slam. You threw me off there. Good. I, I do appreciate that, though. I guess it's not really wrestling related, but we're all comic fans, and I know a majority of people are. But we had Stan Lee pass away, what was it, two days ago now? Two days, yeah. And Jeez. he was 95 years 95. old. 95. Heck of a run for that I man. didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, like, at this point, I never thought he would pass, to be honest. Yeah. Because once you pass, like... 85, 90, to me, it's like, ah, oh, you're alive forever. Well, once you get past, like, the age of 90, I think you just play with house money at that point. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but let's, let's, oh. ev- every week we talk about a death <laughs> on this segment, let's not talk about a death, okay? Body slam your emotions. Yeah. Week 17. What do you, what do you got for us, Steve? Oh, a lot has happened. Okay. We had Daniel Bryan become WWE champion last night. And turn heel. And turn heel. Great. Watch the exact the, same watch one. replay on that. I, was, yeah. I liked it. The exact same way that Styles won his first championship by low-blowing Dean Ambrose, and the fans forgot that. Well, and they're like, oh my god, know. Daniel Bryan. I'm like, the exact same thing Styles did. And he did the exact same thing that Styles did last year to Jinder Mahal, where right. he beat Jinder Mahal for the championship to SmackDown before Survivor Series so he can face uh, Brock Lesnar. So, at this so point, what you're you saying pre- is so did he SmackDown win? changes... <laughs> Where Raw stays the same. Yes. Because it doesn't matter. Brock's again the champion. Yep. Yep, he sure Yay. is. And just, just suplexing the Sings all over the... the and he suplexed and, them. And throwing them. <laughs> yeah. He just threw them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the same episode of Raw, we also had an unfortunate event happening between Nia Jax and Becky Lynch. Oh, it's just a... Which Aaron Double. Yeah. No, actually it was a full-fledged right-handed punch. Yeah, she but shit. Right in the face. You know what? Shit happens. And it's a contact yeah. sport. No, I'm just saying. I'm just oh, okay. You well, you, you, what you said was it was an unfortunate event. You made it sound like like <laughs> well, it, it was. Like, it was because it cost Becky Lynch. Sorry, you made it sound like it's like the like like she did it on purpose or it's like she did not AOP her what? accidentally on purpose. Okay, I was like, I was like, she didn't authors of pain. Her? <laughs> That's what I thought. I was gonna say, like, what does that even mean? He just she gave uh, the final chapter. The term uh, Bob Orton Sr. used. Uh, oh. Make sure he doesn't AOP you when uh, Randy Orton gotcha. first came into gotcha. the uh, industry. The crappy thing is, is that Becky's not going to be in Survivor Series now. And unfortunately, she got diagnosed with a severe concussion, so yep. we don't know how the timetable of recovery. Um, but yeah, Survivor Series weekends this weekend. Takeover is also on Saturday, so that's going to be a great event with the War Games back for the second time. Yep. 
But beyond that, nothing really else with Eckler stood out. Well, what I liked what they did with Becky, A, they didn't they didn't take the title away from her. Because they did that to Naomi, and she was back like two weeks later. Yeah. So maybe they're actually going to let her try to heal before. She has 30 days, technically. Air quote. Yeah, technically. Um, and but it was it interesting that uh, they had her name Charlotte, and they hugged each other in the ring. Once again, continuity. Okay, first of all, the Savari series tradition in the last two years is... With Raw versus SmackDown, it's getting kind of old. Now it's I like, don't think oh, it's yeah. getting kind of... I, the lead-up to it is getting old. Yeah, it's the same I, I do like later. I do like that they have champion versus champion and those kind of matches. I think that is neat. And, well, and you, it gives Survivor Series a, a unique feel. Because it was... Let's be honest. Survivor Series was losing its luster. Oh, for years. Right? Uh, Royal Rumble had outstripped it many years ago, and SummerSlam became the biggest party of the summer like six or seven and years Survivor ago. Survivor Series in November. As, yeah, and Survivor Series, it was like, oh, it's just a throwaway pay per view. It was well, like it was like Battleground or something like well, that. Well, I like what they're doing now with Survivor Series is they they're basically taking the Night of Champions concept and they're actually plugging it into this, giving yes. it some notoriety for the yeah. titles. And I like it, but I'm I'm with Dave though. <laughs> Like we we talked last night, I'm like I'm confused with why SmackDown versus SmackDown and Raw get along so well until November. maybe maybe they text dirt or what te- happens text and SmackDown. We're no longer friends from October to November. F you. Yeah, yeah. like we Hashtag. see Becky and Charlotte have this great rivalry with the last woman standing match, and then on Raw they're a team. That's right. Like what? Like I like I told you on the phone. The why do you got it? Why do you got it? Why do you got to think? That's, that's someone yeah. has to at this point. That's your fault. <sighs> That's your fault. Did you hear, though, uh, when Becky Lynch was kind of going uh, up and down the lineup that was in the ring, the Oscar chant or yeah. she got? I was, was like, kind of oh, disappointed. I'd be, I'd be I, all right, too, though. I would I would have liked Oscar to do it, but then she would have got rolled by Rousey, which, like, I don't want that. No. You know. Charlotte can take the loss. That's the thing, and it's not going to harm her. Where if Asuka gets beat by Ronda, it'll hurt her in the long run, in my opinion. It would hurt her because I mean seriously. she has such a whole pro- no, no, like, profile. No, her character like maybe. six months and all. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Ever since Mania, hey, she went down. Like just go figure uh, that they do and that I would like to say to the main it, roster. Too bad for Becky Lynch because she's the hottest thing going. Oh yeah. man, the, uh, I loved how she like after she talked attacked Ronda. She was like, "Everyone's tough until the man comes along," and I was like, "Damn, girl, she's like, damn her promo." Like even her promo on SmackDown where she's like. You're not the baddest, um... You're not... You're, bitch on the planet. Yeah, you're, yeah, the, you're the luckiest. I was like, this girl is... Like, for example, with Edge, like, on the thousandth episode, she's like, be careful that you don't hurt your neck again, get out of the ropes. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. This girl is just... Yeah. She's straight fire. Well, and I don't even know if she did this on purpose, but Drew McIntyre at the beginning of Raw was like, this is my show now, after he took over, he took took out Angle. And then when Becky was leaving, she's like, this is my show. So I don't know if that was a rebuttal to Drew <laughs> saying, no, 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 this is mine, or just it, it was what it was. But so ex- good. Even though the lead-up to it is basically the same as what they did last year, it is it is an exciting Survivor Series with really good matches. Rollins, well, it was Nakamura. also great to see the women close the show. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, Charlotte Ronda is going to be good. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar should be really good. Nakamura and Rollins. I'm afraid for Daniel Bryan. You know, I I don't think that Bar versus Authors of Pain match is going to be very good. No, in my it's opinion, not. It's it, not. it might give an opportunity to sh- to let them work with a team that'll you know walk them through it because they've been yeah. basically just manhandling random jobbers. Mm-hmm. Now they're actually with a legit hate team known as the Bar Show. No, yep. is that what we're calling the Show them Bar? Now? The Show Bar. I like um, I, I like the, the Bar Show. I like Big Bar. 
Big bar? Big bar? Jeez. The big bar. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I think geez. that's enough of this segment. Let's go, to, let's go to some facts. We were talking so much that my phone automatically locked. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Your phone was enjoying it so much. Now time for your beneficial facts. Well, there are none. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I just want to play that music. Super Brawl 4 took place February 20th, 1994 in Albany, Georgia at the Albany Civic Center in front of 7,600 fans who couldn't hold their excitement together even if you paid them. And the tagline was Flair vs. Uh, Vader 2. Hopefully the Chinese food the office ordered in was good for that all-nighter they pulled to come up with that title. Oh, I thought that was part of the title. It's a long title. <laughs> I was like, why are they talking about Chinese food in the title? That's weird. <laughs> you understand what they're saying. Though. Yes, I, okay. yes, yes, okay. yes. Just making sure. Bobby the Brain Heenan is now commentating in WCW. This Thank is his, God. That's literally my next line. Thank God. <laughs> the pieces for the Monday Night War are being put into place. Ooh. Mm. Jimmy Garvin replaced Michael Hayes in the match against Johnny B. Bad. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. Hopefully uh, none of you are on the edge of your seat for that one. Super Brawl 4 and Super Brawl Revenge, that was in 2001, were the only two Super Brawls never to be released on home video. Hmm. Okay. Random. Yeah. But still a fact. Uh-huh. Fact! Commentary is done by Tony Schiavone and Bobby the Brain Heenan, and Nick Bockwinkle is now the new commissioner of WCW. I don't I like that. He's been not bad. Even like he was, they they named him at the Clash of the Champions before this, and and he brings an air of legitimacy to them. He's actually very well spoken. Yes, yes. Wow, man. Yeah. Okay. No, you you stole osmosis there. He doesn't sound like a donkey, to be quite (laughs) honest. Like, yeah. Who sounded like a donkey before? Uh, who was it? Was Jim um, Hurd? Jim Hurd. Yeah. He's just Uh, a full out. No, no. Who who was the with his kid? Uh, Watts. Oh, he sounded like a donkey. <laughs> when you got to come out and explain your rules before the pay per view, you're a donkey. Are you gonna be calling people donkeys a lot? <laughs> it, it's in lieu of swears. Should I? No, no. Should should I should I make a donkey for next time? Okay. Yes. I'll get yes. a donkey done. Yes. <laughs> donkey done. Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> Is that it? Is that all your facts? That's all my facts. All right. All right, our first match of the meeting, uh, the, of, the meeting. <laughs> of the evening, meeting, the meeting, the meeting. It's actually an evening. <laughs> this is a meeting, technically. It, we are, we have met to talk about this. We have met this, before. This this matches. I'm Ben. That are going to be episodes. Now we realize we're in a meeting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the first match of the evening. Asterisk. Asterisk, is Johnny B. Bad versus Michael P. S. Hayes. Um. Ben will explain what happens. All right. So Michael P.S. Hayes comes out in a wheelchair with Jimmy Garvin, who is apparently part of the Blues Brothers now. And, and with short hair. What? Yeah. I don't like it. Don't like it. And they both claim that Hayes um, slipped on a banana peel and fell down the stairs, thus rendering him to not compete based on his doctor's note that he gives to Nick Bockwinkle. He came prepared. 
So, Nick Bockwinkle <clears throat> appoints Jimmy Garvin to wrestle Johnny B. Bad, or else both Freebirds will be fined and suspended indefinitely. Um, I feel sorry for Johnny B. Bad, kind of, because he had to waste supplies from his yeah. Bad Blasters. I'm sure that stuff isn't cheap. Now he has to reload them and use twice as many supplies. That's all I have for that one. <laughs> I got nothing because it was nothing. You try and make something out of nothing. I actually have like four notes. Do you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell us about your notes. It didn't happen. <laughs> and I was confused. Because he's like, Nick's like, you got to match in 40 to 45 I thought, minutes. Yeah, and I thought they'd like force Jimmy to wrestle right there. That would make more and sense. And they're like, no, no, Johnny, go back to the back. And he's like, I don't have a ring guitar. And then uh, Mean Gene's like, we'll get you some. I'm like, Mean Gene, I don't think you're in a position to do that decision. Yeah. Because like, we, we'll, we have tights for we'll, you. We'll get you some. Like, like, how? How do you know this? <laughs> like, who cares around spare, carries around spare tights? Were you the what's uh, the equipment manager, too, uh, while we're at it? Yeah, Mean Gene does it all. I don't know. That's all I, I got. Know. That's all crap. we got. It was That's crap. Scrap. We gave it zero. We, yeah, yeah. Because it didn't happen. Zero. Our next match, which is technically our first match, <laughs> is Harlem Heat versus Thunder and Lightning. I can't make this shit up. Uh, Harlem Heat wins by pinfall at 9 minutes and 47 seconds. Dave, what's your thoughts? First of all, Thunder and Lightning. That's right. Like, really? Well, I figured they pulled them from the local Chippendale show. Well, and that and their attires were just... Had nothing to do with their names at all. Like, why? Nothing. Wouldn't, why wouldn't Lightning have lightning bolts on his right? Tank? And why would Thunder have clouds? Okay, there's probably a reason <laughs> for that. <laughs> Listen, that would have been better than their tights. They came out with capes. Yes, they did. With capes. You know what would have been a great soundbite for their theme to come out? You have Mickey from Rocky go. You're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember this Tay team, but they come later on. They're, they're called High Voltage. Yes, I do remember them. These guys remind me of them. Okay. Just I get them very generic conduct miss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the very generic, uh, but they followed my, my expectation for Tay teams. They match. Oh, there you go. Which also good. But then the match starts. <laughs> <laughs> it just shit goes downhill. Uh, the first thing I saw was a botched arm wrench gives me hope of a good match. Like, immediately, I'm like, really? You guys can't do an arm wrench? Like, they slip it up. Uh, beyond that, there's zero chemistry. Zero fluidity. I have no idea what story they're trying to tell. I don't know what they're trying to do. It's like they're just trying to go move for move to get a paycheck. It was not working. There was also a spot where Lightning goes to hit a dropkick, I believe, on Cole. And he's like three feet from Cole's face. Booker Cole. And then Booker Cole. Booker Cole and Stevie K. Sells it as if it was like the most devastating dropkick. Just the whole match as a whole, I was not, no. No, beyond that, I got nowhere else. Ben. Well, I'm going to shine some light and speak positively of the very few positive things I saw in this match. To summarize everything up, in my opinion, this is a match that is progression for Harlem Heat. They are clearly being built to be future top stars in a tag team division, you can tell. Harlem Heat do do a good job in the match, all things considered. I can see that they've progressed quite a bit compared to when they were first arrived. Mm. Your opinion was do-do. They're doing this very slowly. 
very, very slowly. slowly. Okay. Nobody's no, nobody's watching right now because this no. is a podcast. But Ben was pointing up. <laughs> the most positive thing I did see in this is the finish. Well, <laughs> um, it ended. The match ended. <laughs> yes, that is the best thing about this match. But I can tell that Harlem Heat is actually becoming more confident confident in themselves in the ring. The heat is on. Uh, my thoughts, I have two. Oh. One, their theme song is killer. Love that shit. That's a great Harlem theme Heat. song. Harlem oh, Heat. Yeah. Oh, I did Thunder 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 Lightning even have a theme song? <laughs> um, and, and secondly, this match should not have been on the pay-per-view. It should have been on like Clash of the Champions or WCW Saturday Night or something or Power Hour or whatever shit show they have going on right now because this match did not deserve to be on there. The finish was Lightning rolls up Kane, and then Cole hits Kane. Cole hits Lightning with his boot. He took off his boot and hit him with it, and then Kane pins him to win. Mm. Boo! What, what did you give? Him? Did you give it a zero? Boo! I'm booing. Did you Boo. give it a zero? Did you give it a zero? Yes. Okay. No. Well, we gotta do this. What the hell was that? Basically. Our next match, we have the Equalizer versus Jungle Jim Steel. What? Yes. Jungle Jim? Jungle Jim. Really? Steel wins by pinfall at 6 minutes and 31 seconds. Too long. Okay. (laughs) So, so, so much wrong with everything before the match even starts. First of all, the Everglades does not have elephants... Does not have monkeys, and I'm sure they don't have random people living in a uh, state-run park, the Everglades, just randomly sitting there beating their drum all day. Why do you bring this up? Because, did you hear Jungle Jim's theme song? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah, that does not add up if he's from the Everglades. And considering that they're Well, they couldn't couldn't use the Skinner gimmick that's already with WWF. Then say he's from a place that actually has a jungle. The concrete jungle? Or an actual jungle? Even if they said he was from Brazil. The concrete jungle of the Everglades. <laughs> what? No, there's no elephants in the Brazil either. I realize that too. But the uh, it didn't... You know, considering they're like 100 miles away from the Everglades, seeing as they're in Georgia, you know, they think they'd be ge- geographically correct. No. His boots were so distracting. His outfit was distracting. Oh, like... But this is your segment, Ben, so okay. you get to go. This match is not the best. Mm. Um, Jungle Jim does have... He does have something, and there is actually some ability and skill when he's not, you know, spiking himself from a drop kick. Like That's talent right Drop kicks are hard, man. That. Um, oh, uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby Heenan made me <laughs> pause this match quite a few times because he had me laughing hysterically by his commentating. 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 Good meeting as we're commentating each other. And here are some, um, here's some audio aids just to show you the genius of Bobby Heenan. Jungle Jim, something the kids play with in the backyard? Yes, it is. Well, the equalizer absorbed those blows in the midsection. You should quit washing his clothes in a blender. And another one. You know, a man the size of Jungle Jim, and with his youth and everything he's got going for him, it's hard to hurt a guy like that. So what you gotta do is you gotta get him down and drive your thumb right through his eye socket. <laughs> the whole pay-per-view. The whole pay-per-view, Bobby was on fire with stuff like that. 
Jungle Jim's finisher is called the Steel Trap. Yes, it is. Oh my! When I first yes, when I it saw is. Which that, is a, which is a Luthes press. No, it's not. Well, that's what he's going for. <laughs> that's what he was going for. <laughs> oh God! Uh, so, do you got anything else to add? No, 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 Dave. Go ahead. Oh God! Go ahead. So equalizer is how Jerry Lynn would look if he let himself go. Yes, he's okay. a splitting image of Jerry Lynn, and he's also he sounds like a bad anime episode when he's selling. The whole match is yelling. It's like Lex Luger, like, uh, increased with his yelling. So frustrating. And yeah, my other note is watching Jim spike himself on a drop kick that he was giving, not taking. He spiked himself on a drop kick. He also botches a crucifix pin. That he does do. It turns into like a uh, a Samoan drop, but they still roll through to the crucifix pin part, and I'm like. <laughs> Jungle Jim looks like he's winded because the guy just landed on him because Jungle Jim can't do this. The finish, it looked like... I don't even know how to describe it because he hooks his legs around the guy's legs. Yeah. And that's the, air quote, trap yes, portion he traps of the move. Him. Well, that and then Equalizer kicked out at two. Yeah, and I'm like, that's his finish. And really? he can't hold people down for three seconds. Yes. No. Uh, and this match went six minutes and thirty one seconds, and I felt, I felt it felt like it went thirty minutes. It was this. It was just like garbage, man. Garbage. What the hell was that? Delayed bell there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're on a tape delay. Seven second tape delay, just in case. Even though this has only been seven seconds. <laughs> okay. Diamond Dallas Page versus Terry Taylor. And Taylor wins by pinfall at 11 minutes and 45 seconds. Dave. It's nice to see some decent wrestling for once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three matches in. Even though we see uh, prior to DDP Yoga, DDP. Yeah, he at was looking kind of... Yeah, he wasn't... Much respect. I, I love DDP, but you know we had to call it as we see it. He, uh, when he loses the weight... Did he gain weight? weight since the last time, since we yes. last saw him? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so... Well, I think he's probably bulking up because he's actually going to have an in-ring role now, yeah. right? And and you can tell, like, like it just doesn't work for him and he should slim down. And we we know what he becomes, so it does work, but, yeah. Uh, there was also a back suplex reversal by Taylor onto DDP. DDP having, like, a side uh, headlock, and Taylor reversed the back suplex, and it looked beautiful. Well, Taylor's a good hand like, in the ring. Oh, yeah. very beautiful. He's and a great hand. This can we discuss the right hand punch from DDP? Wow. Yep. That's how you throw a working punch. Yep. It was beautiful. Right in the corner. I right? enjoyed this match. Yep. I have no further notes because I was just having fun enjoying it. Ben? I like Taylor's aggression. It's weird to see um, DDP that big. Bobby Heenan's Diamond Doll interaction throughout <laughs> the matches entertaining as all hell. Uh, the shots that were both landing sounded so stiff, and like you said, a working punch. Like oh. you, you watch it, you actually like jerk a little bit. I like, thought oh, that was geez. the finish because he connected that been very well. Um, I like DDP putting on the Cobra Clutch and trying to work it into a pinning predicament. I like yep. that. Like some good, some good scientific wrestling there. A good hard working match, and I'm so happy the finish didn't ruin the match's body of work. And I was just, I was really surprised at Terry Taylor in this match. He's really, really good in this match. The thing that I saw from this was that DDP was blown up after five minutes. Like, he was sucking for air. And this match went 11 minutes and 45 seconds. So, for me, the first five minutes were good. And then the last six minutes were just Terry Taylor 
doing the best he can to get this guy through to how much time they needed mm-hmm. to take up. Like, that's that's how I felt. And again, this match felt like it should have been on Clash of the Champions, not on a pay-per-view. Fin- ah, no, I, this was pay-per-view. That's his opinion, Ben. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> rolls up DDP after DDP misses a corner splash. Hmm. That's Simple. the finish. Alright, now, now is the match that was supposed to happen 45 minutes ago in the pay-per-view, but it's now happening now with a different guy. we got Johnny B. Bad versus Jimmy Garvin, and Johnny B. Bad wins by pinfall at 10 minutes and 48 seconds. Oh, ben. So Whose gear is he wearing? It looks like his own. It looks like HBK's. <laughs> and did you guys notice how it was see-through? No, thank God I didn't. I did. <laughs> Why did you notice that? Pinfalls. They zoomed in. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, nice side headlock spot by Johnny B. Bad. It was very steamboat arm drag like. Actually, did did you do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I thought I was like, oh wow. Well, he should be really getting better. He was rookie of the year like five years ago. He should get better. They even mentioned how he's progressing. I'm like, really? Yeah, it's been five I years. Hope so, like. I like the Garvin. Shut up, referee. <laughs> Shut up, referee. He looks so different with short hair. Yeah, he does. It just goes to show, though, like, he got in the ring, and he knew how to manipulate the crowd. Like, yeah. it, it just, it doesn't go away from these guys. Like, the athleticism, yes, goes away as they get older, but the way to work the, the crowd, is always it, there. it's always there. It's yeah. always there, because he was able to work the crowd no problem. Uh, Michael P.S. Hayes is hilarious when the camera shot switches back to him and he's just he's just looking at the match and just see his facial expressions and when he was saying hi Bobby hi Bobby <laughs> and how did he even hear Bobby compliment him I don't know it's just like I don't know like, how did he hear that yeah Bobby played him a paid him a compliment on commentary <laughs> and then he's like thanks Bobby he's so compassionate we need, we need more people like Bobby who are compassionate I'm like how did you even hear him <laughs> Um, Johnny B. Bad's wrestling actually expe- uh, expeded, ex- <laughs> expedited my expectations. And um, Heenan is right. Uh, for Garvin to be on the shelf two years, pretty good. Yeah, it didn't really show much ring rust. And finally, jo- oh, can I talk about the finish? Yeah, go for it. Go? Okay. Yeah, we already said it, so. Johnny B. Bad's top rope sunset flip looked fucking stellar. Finally. 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 Five but, years later. Hey, Five years it later. Did. It did. This time it did. The past it hasn't. This time it did. He's getting credit for now. The Dave. kiss that don't miss. That's right. <laughs> Dave? How is it that DDP throws a better working punch than a guy who uses the working punch as a finish? Yes, and, and it's supposed, a boxer. To, be, yeah, it's supposed a boxer. to be a gold gloves champion or the something. The kiss that don't miss. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kiss that don't miss. But that's the left. But he always misses it. That's the left hand, though. The right hand is something else, and they, I, didn't, I didn't hear what they said. Is it lightning and thunder? No, no, that's the tag team. <laughs> God damn He's it, Dave. He's not Sean William Scott. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the only note I really had was it's good to see Garvin back. It's been a while since we've seen him. And I, yeah. I, 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 you know me. I, I get pretty excited for Legends coming back after so many years. Well, if they can still do what they're doing. And, uh, not not like, like Mr. Wrestling or whatever. It, to be, I may get a lot of heat for saying this, but 
This is probably Johnny B. Bad's best match. Yeah, no, it I, is. I've seen so far. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I think that. it's I funny that. if you put him with a good. I was gonna say control the match. He looks good. I think I think it had more to do with Garvin than it did Bad. And he realized, hey, I'm actually getting a worthwhile uh, partner to work with tonight, so I'm gonna go out there and do good. So Johnny B. Bad was actually Johnny B. Good. This pay per view. My thoughts, <laughs> my thoughts are the same as the last four matches. This should not have been on the pay per view. <laughs> I'm sorry, like you guys are being so nice, and you I'm don't not have being much nice. Of a roster at this point. I don't give a shit. Maybe don't have a <laughs> maybe don't have a six man tag and a Thunderdome match. Maybe separate the matches and get this crap off. That's your opinion. That is my opinion. <laughs> Jesse's trigger. Okay, at Dave. At Dave. <laughs> Last week, Ben was triggering at me. Is that boo for me? Yes. Yes. Now we have our first title match of the night for the TV title. We have Arn Anderson returning after a extended layoff due some due to some stabbing. Versus Lord Steven Regal. And Regal is the champ going into the match. Regal wins by pinfall at 29 minutes and 54 seconds. Generally, the TV title is defended in a 15-minute time limit. But be- for this event, they made it a 30-minute time limit. Dave, thoughts? I was actually excited when I saw it at the time. And how long this match was going to go. I was very excited. I, I, I've always loved Anderson's facial expressions, his selling. And they combine that with Regal's technicality and his skill. I was very excited for this match. And it was for good reason. It was a great match. I loved the the storytelling of Regal from the beginning. Where he kept saying that Anderson was scraping his ear or something. Yeah. And it went on pretty long, but like, Regal is so good at selling. Like, he makes you laugh. And just, like, you want him to get beat. So bad you can't wait for him to get hit. Uh, I was really enjoying the technicality of the match. All the 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 holds and the, there, there was no high spots. There was no like no like pops. It was all just hold hold, and then a big uh, like a suplex, and then they break and they go back into it. Like it was just a very good example of how you you can do simple moves and make the match look even better than doing moon salts and shin presses. Like you don't need those high spots. It was old school chain wrestling by two. Yeah, pros. it was totally was. Like, I don't have much notes because I was just, I was enjoying it. For 30 minutes, I was actually enjoying a match. Ben? Um, when the two were actually wrestling, it was phenomenal. I mean, I, I, I get the ear shots affect Regal and throw them off, but after a while, I was going, oh, okay, can we move along? With that, it, it did kind of draw out a little more I, than I would have liked. Um... Bobby Heenan and Shivani are awesome in this match. In fact, I have soundbite Heenan number three to play for some more audio aids. And this is it's kind of a little more random, but it's just hilarious. Talking like you? Now you're making sense. For once. Give me 50 bucks. Oh. <laughs> hey, give me 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heenan during this whole match did not trust Gary Michael Capetto with the time. He kept on calling over William to check his his watch because it was handed down from his grandfather. It was a Seiko. And yeah, Tony Schiavone's like, it's a Seiko watch! <laughs> so good. <laughs> you can tell those times where Schiavone was holding back his laughter. Yeah. Because he was just non-stop. He actually even asked him, like, point blank, do you write this stuff down? No, I keep it all up in the, uh, the vault. <laughs> 
But yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal wrestling match. These two together are magic. Magic. So for me, again, I didn't like this as much as these two. Um, first off, the crowd seemed very disinterested in this match. In this match. And that kind of pulled me out of it. Because the crowd was just like, after about 10 minutes, like, okay, this is kind of getting to be a little bit much. Um, my problem with this is not necessarily this match, but Regal's uh, like, whole thing at this time has been time limit draws. Like, like working the clock, getting those time limit draws to, mate, to, to hold on to the title. And for me, I was just like, oh my god, I'm just done with this. I'm done with this time limit draw shit. And about the 20 minute mark, you could tell they were just it, like, they were just waiting, waiting for the last minute to make their final push. And it, mm-hmm. and it bothered me. Uh, the finish was Regal pins Arn after, re- after reversing a sunset flip. And uh, so Arn hits him from the outside apron, hits him with a shoulder through the ropes, goes for the sunset flip. Regal sits down on him and then William puts up his umbrella and Regal uses that as a leverage leverage to pin Arn with six seconds to spare. He's the GSP of the WWE. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good one, actually. Good job, guys! We got another title match down the pipe here. This is for the WCW World Tag Team Titles. We got Cactus Jack and Max Payne. Max Payne is still wearing pajamas. Mm. Versus the Nasty Boys without Missy Hyatt. She is gone from the company due to a sexual harassment lawsuit. And the Nasty Boys, the champions going in. Max Payne and Cactus Jack win the match by DQ at 12 minutes and 37 seconds. Ben. Okay. Well. A German suplex to start the match. A very sloppy one. Yes. By Max Payne. So I'm looking at this going, all right, something's going to happen here. I feel like Max Payne at this time had just learned how to do German suplexes and was like, I could do this to everybody. Look what I just did today. (laughs) I could do this to everybody. It doesn't matter. Just as every move I do now. Yeah, and it's sloppy and dangerous. Max Payne catching Jerry Sags is actually kind of scary. That takes some... Takes some muscle to do that. Jerry mm-hmm. Sags is not a little man. Um, Jesus, Cactus, those bumps. Why? I mean, oh, that bump. Uh, although I dig, I dig how the fans and the commentary do what they can to garner, you know, sympathy for Cactus. But God, like, why? We haven't even gotten to the Attitude Area yet. I realize that, but Jesus, Cactus. So Nobbs uh, peels back the padding on the outside, so it's concrete. And Cactus is on the apron, and Sags runs into the rope and pushes him off. And Cactus just does a back bump onto the concrete. The sound. The sound was awful. Oh, God, I know. He gets up, and he's bleeding from the mouth because he's obviously got internal bleeding. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to yourself? Well, and don't forget, after that, Nobbs smashes his head back first against the guardrail. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, really? Yep. Yeah. Like, if you well, think let's give it a concussion this... first. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh. Can I continue? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> I love <laughs> I love the double DDT spot uh, Cactus does. I got a pretty good pop from the crowd. Yep. Appreciate it, The crowd was behind Cactus Jack and Max Payne, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, 
Holy crap. Max Payne just about kills Brian Nobbs. Yes. Yes, he does. By, it was a belly to belly? He tried to do an overhead belly to belly, and Nobbs didn't flip, and he didn't even give him a chance to flip, and just dropped him on his head, and his... Broke his arm. I broke his arm. Or at least uh, he had to have broken his arm. Separated his shoulder at least, and you could see his legs, like, just go backwards in a way they're not supposed to. Most of the fans have seen the match with Lita and Trish on Raw, where Lita yes. goes for a suicide dive. And she lands on her jaw, and she accordions forward with her... Basically, her toes touch the top of her head. Now, the reason... I, I rewound this spot, and I figured out why this mat, this spot happened. Max Payne grabbed too high. He grabbed the belly to belly right beneath uh, Nob's shoulder blades. And he squeezes. So Which, Nob's can't, yeah, can't release. Really, he he's can't limited. move. He's limited. Yeah. That's why when you do a belly belly, you always go above the hip, so that way you can release, and they could just do a, the the follow through bump. I feel like he sabotaged knobs right from the get go. Yep. And I actually sympathize with knobs. I'm like, I don't care if I don't like your gimmick, if I don't like you as a person. No you, one deserves that. Yeah, spot. you still got to take care of the guys in the ring. Seriously, Max Payne looked like he just learned this fucking move today, like Ben yep. said, and just wanted to do do suplexes to fucking everybody. He wanted to do Suplex City, bitch, but and, he did it wrong. And he sucked at it, and it was dangerous. And like, I'm with Dave. I don't really... I'm not a big nasty... Oh, crap! Everybody's dinner! <laughs> <laughs> I like how it keeps like, on the last time. Um, I don't care for the Nasty Boys gimmick, but nobody should... Like, you're putting your life in the other guy's hands, and Max Payne didn't give a fuck about these guys. No. And it was reckless, and it almost killed Nobbs. Uh, what made me happy, though, this warmed my heart, because the finish is Max Payne goes to pin Nobbs, and Jerry Sags grabs a guitar. Now, Nobbs and Sags came out with a guitar down to the ring. I have no clue why. To mock Max Payne. Was oh, that to mock? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He grabs this guitar, and Sags wallops Payne in the head. like Twice. Twice. And that was a receipt. Like, you want to be a dumb fuck and try to hurt us? Watch this, boy. And I, I legitimately think Payne was knocked out or knocked silly for a bit. And it made me happy. Because don't be an asshole and just throw people around. That's not what this sport is about. Like, right from the beginning, like, my, my first note was, these suplexes are reckless by, by Payne. My second was, Nick, Max Payne has zero balance. I would never take a bump from him from a suplex. Because his feet are like... What's the word? Uncoordinated? Yep. Yeah, they're uncoordinated. Uh, brutal bump by Cats on the Concrete, as we said. Like, why? I don't understand. I understand uh, Mick Foley's, like... That's his thing? That's it's his just, thing. I don't like it. I'm like, when I heard that sound, I cringed, and I almost didn't want to watch the match. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, that I was... now understand why Ric Flair called him a glorified stuntman. Yep. Now, and then there's also this other thing that... It's not just this match, but it happens in a lot of tape matches where... The heels always get the illegal tag. Yes. They always get it. Yeah. But then the face is the exact same thing, and it, it stalls the match. It's like, no. I'm like, really? I'm like, really? Every you just, single time. You just time. gave it to the heels. You you trusted the heels. You trusted the heels. We're the face, nasty. Yeah, the face legit do a tag, and Russ like, nope, didn't see it. I'm like, really? I, I hate to tell you, but I think this goes on for at least <laughs> ten more years, man. 
And like then my it, last it's, note... It's a tag team thing. Ben texts me on our WhatsApp group. And he's like, wait until you see uh, the suplex from Pain. As soon as you message me that, I see it. And I, like... <laughs> Claudia was like, what? I, I was angry. Because I, I get very triggered when it comes to safety stuff. And this was just blatant disrespect. And it's like the ultimate form of betrayal in the ring. Yeah. Like, you sabotage knobs right from the get-go by grabbing too high, and you squeeze too tight. So, literally, knobs was, right from the beginning, screwed. And then, when you see a guy his size, accordion roll, nothing's good. Now, I will say, knobs, all the credit in the world, he got up, and he was oh. holding his arm. And you could tell he's like, oh, shit. I got him fucked up. And, and he was still, like... Like, he still went through with the finish, and he was swinging at him, and good on knobs, but my God. Even pain. Heenan, you can tell in his voice he was concerned. He's yeah. like, he just broke his arm or something. No. It's like, how can you not act human when you see someone get hurt like that? Exactly. Oh, that match. What the hell is that? <laughs> All right, now we're into our... I'm not calmed down yet. You're not calmed down yet? Okay, like, I'm, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, uh, now we're getting into our Thunderdome cage matches to end the pay-per-view. Oh, it's thunder lightning, thunder cage. Jeez, thunder, thunder everywhere. Thunderdome cage. But just before this, I thought it was interesting. Mean Gene is in the back talking to Ric Flair, saying, he, he says something to the effect of, like, I know you have a big match tonight against Vader, but there's a guy sitting at home uh, watching this match and, and you know wanting to see the outcome and it's uh, Hulk Hogan and I was like did they just they actually just name dropped Hogan and this is in what you said it was February I don't think yeah I don't think they've signed him yet no point. but they must be talking to him it's just crazy that they they name drop him like it for how many years like you would never talk about a free agent or anything or anybody from the other company but now they're name dropping and it's Hogan and he yeah and Heenan's talking about guys he used to manage well <laughs> Heenan never managed anybody except the WWF but he's talking about it it's just it's weird times but yeah planting the seeds for Hogan to come in bash at the beach is this in 94 here so that's what Hogan don't takes you, over the world don't you kind of think it's odd that Ric Flair and Vader's locker rooms are like a foot and a half away from each other and in between them are security guards or policemen whoever, that are all past their 60s. They're all trained by the boss. That's right. Well, I'm just looking at them going, okay, my dad's in his 60s, and he can probably kick the crap out of all these cops. <laughs> Good right. thing they got guns. Yep. So our, our semi-made event is Ravishing Rick Rude, Stunning Steve Austin, and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff versus Sting, Dustin Rhodes, and Flying Brian Pillman. And... Sting, Rude, or Sting, Rude, Sting, <laughs> Rhodes, and Pillman win by pinfall at 14 minutes and 36 seconds. Dave. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> these, these matches always frustrate me. Not the wrestling quality of it, but the rules. That's right, a cage match with tag rules. You gotta be on the apron. You gotta be holding the white string. You gotta have a four count. There's a four count when you're in the ring. There's a 10 count outside the ring. There's no DQ. So, like... It doesn't matter. It's a no DQ match, but Why you break these rules, count? you're going to be disqualified. It was a no DQ? Yes. I only thought that was for the flare match. No, nope. Michael Buffer announced must, it. Oh, I must have um, missed that. I love the spot where Steve Austin plays possum. Yes, he hurt and, me. He <laughs> to hurt his knee. Yeah. And then, that, and then I realized something. Why have we not... Or why did they not focus on making Sting... 
like the world champion and having him feud with Austin. Because their work rate, the togetherness, man, their chemistry was phenomenal. I think it was Ric Flair's in the company. Oh, like I loved even the part the, and Lex Luger before that. Even the part where Steve Austin was getting into the ring, and Sting cold clocked him, and he like sold onto the ropes. Yeah, and he fell off. Yeah, cool. Austin was bumping like a machine. All the heels like, were holy cow. Orndorff, Rude, they're all bumping Everybody like crazy. Everybody in this match was good. It was yes. a great match, and then came a spot where Brian Pillman took a face bump against the, the steel cage and cool. busted it open, and the refs started counting to ten. I'm like, how are you going to expect a guy to get up after just hitting his head bashed into the steel cage within 10 seconds? In a steel cage match. You know what? Like, I think steel cage matches, at least for WCW, should be tornado tag. Makes sense. But if you want to do tag rules, that's fine. But you got to make it that the ref is there just to count pin or submission. Kind of like war games. Yep. Like, don't, like, you could be in there. Just don't advertise. Don't advertise. Just stay the hell away from everybody. Don't. Don't just stay the hell away until it's time to pin or submit. That's that would fix all the continuity and 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 those kind of problems with these cage matches. That would fix it all. But instead, the refs admonishing four counts and and he's counting to ten for outside and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't make a lick of like, sense. You can't disqualify him. There's no no DQ match. With him. Yeah. So what's the alternative option? Well, nothing amplifies anything like defeating the purpose. That's right. That's right. These guys didn't need a gimmick match. No. Nope. Like, they did not need it. Could have just had a six-man tag. Yeah. You could have separated it, have three singles matches out of this, <laughs> and not have us watch the Equalizer versus Jungle Jim Steel. Actually, if they wanted to reintroduce a six-man tag title, this actually would have been a phenomenal they match. Can. They couldn't at this time. They don't have the roster. <laughs> you saw the first four matches. You saw the first. True. Well, you saw the first official six. We're Scorpio and Bay team championship match we saw. And they didn't have titles at the time. That's Remember right. That? Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's hard. Well, to, it's hard to pay guys for titles. Yeah. TNA should move from purpose uh, from purchasing this cage because it does. It move. did move. It moved fast. Like it was like. Oh, it moved. But no one climbed it. Good. Remember because the, we've seen that. Remember the, the first one we saw? I'm like, why are they climbing if there's no? What, what are you over? going to do? <laughs> what are you doing up there? It's electrical. Why are you climbing this? It? This was not electrified. No, this was not electrified. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, I would like to point out too. They said double Thunderdome match. I assumed it was the the same, same here. The the three cage thing from like Ready to Rumble. Oh yeah. And then and then it, then I realized it was two matches, and I was like, oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that WCW made more sense of that? Yes, but they'll, it'll all get stripped oh, away. Don't worry about Jesse's it. Jesse's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> he realizes that they're smarter than him. Yeah, jeez. Pillman's chops. Oh. throwing. Totally, totally magnificent. I liked I how him. he was mocking Austin, too, with the camera. Well, yep. Like, every time. Like, that was gold. Good stuff. Uh, Pillman's midair dropkick onto Austin was pretty sweet. That was well done, well timed. That was the best I've ever seen yeah. of a guy coming off the top yeah. and getting hit with a dropkick. At least up to this point, it's good to see Flying Brian actually flying. Yeah, like can we just say that flying? Even though he flew headfirst into the cage, well, so. he's flying. Say what you will about how stupid the rules are. The crowd was loving the match. Oh. Yes, yes, they were really loving the match. Pillman's hot tag was awesome. Yep, I really enjoyed that. And again, I'm happy the finish didn't ruin the body of work. Um, did you guys see the camera catching Orndorff trying to blade? 
Yeah. Yeah. On the outside. Yes. It came around the corner yes. and Ordor's trying to get it out of his wrist tape. And the camera's like, oh shit. And it kind of like peels back <laughs> like it wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> My bad. Um, oh, sorry guys. And then it went back to the hard camera shot, which is just hilarious. Old, old school. Old yeah. school. Um, Still real me, damn it. Uh, <laughs> that's right. So the finish was <laughs> Pillman pins Austin uh, with a crossbody, which was thrown. He was thrown by Sting, who put him in a press slab to throw the cro- crossbody. Good finish. Uh, Pil- Pillman got the pin on Austin, which is good because the, the, they just had their breakup. So it made sense. Um, what I felt with this match was it was great bumping by the heels, great fire by the baby faces, and it shows that talent can overcome stupid gimmicks. And that's, I like this match. I like the deal. Ben was hating. And now we're, it's time for the main event. Daddy. It's time for the main event, daddy of the main event. <laughs> we got uh, another Thunderdome cage match because it just, it just would have been too tough to pick that cage up after the last one. Uh, this Speed is for the jam. WCW World Title, not the World Heavyweight International Title. Which is reference in the six Just the tag. WCW World Title. Uh, we have Vader versus Ric Flair, and Ric Flair is the champ. The boss is the special ref. Because you needed the boss to be the ref. You couldn't, couldn't have a regular ref. And Flair wins by submission at 11 minutes and 32 seconds. Weird. Ben. That submission is bullcrap, by the way. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. So Ric Flair full out attacking Vader made a lot of sense. And it really set the tone for the match. Great mm-hmm. chemistry between those two. Yes. Yeah. The boss having the key to the door of the cage that was an wrapped around his neck means absolutely nothing will happen to him whatsoever. Nothing. No, not at all. Flair took some huge bumps in this match. I, noticed... I like how I like how he sold everything like his back was just like on he was fire. dead. Yeah. Like that top rope suplex. Yeah. Oy. Well, that. That he happened. didn't land on his side either. He actually landed on his back. You rarely see that. He that, always goes on his side. That happened at Clash of the Champions yeah. just before this, which they showed the highlights going mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. And and he was just selling it. like He, he actually got carried out on a stretcher from that. That is not human that Vader can do a top rope moonsault and land on his feet. Yeah, not right, man. That ain't right. Yeah, what an athletic... That ain't right, daddy. You know, everyone talks about the most athletic big man, and they talk about Bam Bam, and they talk about Taker. They never talk about Vader. No. He is probably the most athletic big man ever. Prove me wrong. Size. Yeah. John Gonzalez. <laughs> okay, we're going the opposite way. <laughs> Least athletic big man ever. I, I give you Kamala. Nathan Jones. <laughs> Well, Nathan Jones could do a spinning kick. Yeah, could. He could. He, he misses all the time because he was so tall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Overall, though, a very brutalizing and violent match for the title. Very fitting for, you know, Thunderdome Cage. Harley Race's interaction in the match. What did you guys think of Harley Race? In the I thought match? it was fine. I love his The Rock cell, though. He's <laughs> like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fine. I thought him grabbing Flair and 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 through the cage and punching. Did you think him it got stuff. excessive? No, no. I think no. the I At think least borderline. It, it got to the point that you realize how bad of a bumper he can be. At some point, well, he's, he's old. old. He's old, like, man. At this time, he's old. His knees are shot. <laughs> yeah. 
Dave, what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, great intensity by Flair until the weak ch- uh, the the weak chair shot that he gets yeah. in the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? You throw these massive punches. You grab a steel chair and it's weak. Well, that's and, when you get potatoed by Vader too, because they will actually lay into you if you don't do. Later it right. on the match, they they use a chair again, and they're using a padded chair. <laughs> yep. Like really, guys, a padded chair. You know what though? Well, maybe um, saves their career a little bit. In, interesting spot seeing Flater. Uh, Flater. Flater. Hey. Flater. You guys all Flater. had your body language. Big I'm actually Flater. legit body, but uh, Vader does a, a Ric Flair spot. Oh yeah, where the he's had springs over. Yeah, where he like flips over the top rope. Yep. And then he and lands. I'm like, what? And then he lands, and then Flair tries to come in, and he just that that mastodon like. I I caught the thing. whole train because Godfather called it. Yeah. That. It's like a. Double I'm gonna call it the Mastodon something because a whole the train. The Mastodon something? <laughs> better than a whole train, buddy. So, like, I, I was the impressed. The I was impressed to see that. And then we see the moonsault. And now, people are gonna say, well, he didn't land on his feet all the way. I did say that. It's Vader. Yeah. Okay? It counts. He landed on his feet. Yeah, it counts. Okay? Um. Hey, true believers. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't mean to do that. The true, hey, true believers, he did land on his feet, okay? Don't question and us. I, 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 I love the spot where Vader was on the top rope. He went to go strike uh, Flair and he moves and he hits Race. And, and Race, Race just, does the rock cell. Yeah, he's like, he does like a back bump and he's like, whoop, and then lands on the ropes, feet on the ropes, top rope. Yeah. I, was, I laughed so hard. Uh, but the whole stuff with Bossman, I was like, really? Well, of that's, course this is happening. That's where the match kind of falls apart. He some F-bombs during uh, that situation, too. Yeah, like, I noticed that. Like, Steamboat's like, uh, something like, shit, shit, shit. Yeah. Like, he was trying to get the chair and break the lock. That was good, though. When, yes. when Okay, so, Boss goes over because he finally, he finally sees that race is attacking Flair through Which the cage. Boss Man, that's how Heenan was referring him to. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be better than Heenan for once in my life. Boss goes over to admonish Race, and then Vader attacks him. With the whole train attack. With the whole train, and then grabs the, the cuffs and cuffs him to the cage. So Boss Man's, or there you go. <laughs> that, uh, there you go. Boss Man's stuck. We're just, I'm just going back. Um, and then, and then uh, Race gets the key, comes in, locks the cage door. Very smart by him. And then they proceed to beat the crap out of Flair. Arn Anderson comes down trying to get in, can't get in, because obviously they don't have the key. Um, Steamboat comes down to swearing. I've never heard yep. Steamboat swear. But I like that part where they're trying to help their... It brought like a realism to it. Yeah. So they're swearing, yeah. they're showing agitation. Uh, and then, I don't know how, like, did Bossman break? He broke it. He broke it. He broke it. He went... Ridiculously strong. And you could tell too, because he got into the ring to attack Vader... And he punched him, and he threw his arm down. He's like, "Oh shit!" Like it, like it hurt from what he had just done. But he gets, he gets race out of the way. He hits down Vader, hits Vader in his leg with the nightstick yep. or nightstick, and then Flair throws him in the the figure four. And Boss just calls for the bell, saying yeah, he submitted. Did, yeah, Vader did, but Vader didn't submit. So and then Vader loses his shit after the match. And Bobby Heenan's like, you can see him like, oh god, oh god. Now, the, do you guys also know or remember when Boss Man was locking the cage? Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? You don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about that. You don't need a key, it's okay. You don't need to worry about locking the cage. But did you also notice ha. that Harley Race was holding the cage door shut so Boss Man could lock it? Yep. What a nice man. 
But he did it while adamantly saying, you don't need to worry yes. about this. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta, gotta keep up the, the charade, you know? Yep. Wasn't as good as the first match, though. No. Too much stuff that just happened. It took away from the match. Alright, Dave. So, Dave. I gotta do the worst performer first, which is the tool of the night. Oh, yes. I think this is the first time ever where I wrote the worst performer in all capitals. I was angry. Max Payne. Probably the most deserving tool of the night we've ever given. Easily. Next to Psycho Sid when he almost broke uh, Pillman's neck. Yeah. This was like... But this was numerous unsafe moves. Yep. In one match that he did... So definitely Max Payne. I believe I believe that's safe to say that that's a universal as well. My premier performer, I even wrote down premier performer to make you happy, because I always kept saying the best performer. Arn Anderson. I really loved his work. And overall, I gave it a 3 out of 10, because that's how I feel. <laughs> you say that every week. Ben. Tool of the night, I'm going to start with that as well, is Max Payne. Faux shizzle. He was the drizzles. And when I say drizzles, I mean drizzling shits. Bless you. Thank you. Oh, and my premier performer, Bobby Heenan. Yeah, that's 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 good. That's good. That's gold. He's good. I'm surprised you didn't say Heenan. For well, premier. you picked them, and I was like, I'm going to go with someone else. I'm going to well, go with Ryan Anderson. So we all picked Max Payne. That I haven't decided in my toolbox. Yeah, it's Max Payne. <laughs> I know well, it's Max. Payne. What was your score? We all, we all picked the same guy as uh, Tool tonight. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we all. That's for us. What? <laughs> Yay! That's how I feel. What, what's your score? <laughs> My score was four and a half out of ten. You're so much nicer than me. I am. You are. I am a nice guy. Yeah, I am not. I always find the good. I the glass is half full. Uh, except for Max Payne. For me, it's except for Max Payne. Uh, toolbox, like we said, Max Payne. Guy's an idiot. She should just stop. She? Yeah, like he, she. I don't care. <laughs> he should fucking stop. Sorry, I was looking at Ben's cat. And that's a she, so that's my bad. The uh, actual physical cat. The actual <laughs> physical cat, yeah. Uh, my premier performer, I'm giving to stunning Steve Austin. Love the way he was bumping yeah. in that match. Um, he's a workhorse. He's just like, a workhorse. How do they fire him? Like for like for real, how did how did Eric Bischoff just let him walk? Stupid. Like, it's not like it was. That was stone cold to him. Yeah, I can't even think. Like he's a ringmaster. Come on, you can't do that to him. Like Lex Luger, like let him walk. You could see that like he had reached his. Austin is three hundred sixteen times better than Lex Luger. Easily. Easily. Uh, my score was 3 out of 10. Oh, we're tied. Two good matches. The the two Thunderdome cage matches, in my opinion. One okay match, which was the Anderson and Regal. Everything else was dog shit. Comedy is a big thing with me. That's why I got higher marks with me. 
Like Michael that's Hayes in that, one, in that one match. He just made me laugh. That's so fair. I was entertained. For me, thankful. I was thankful that Bobby Heenan was there because he made it bearable Can you to watch. Bobby was not in this Could you imagine if it was Jesse Ventura? Probably would have given it like a two. I would have been. It would have been the worst score since Bunkhouse Stampede. I tell you that. <laughs> Awful. Awful stuff. Oh, Bunkhouse Stampede. Oh, Bunkhouse. What a bad. All right. That's it for tonight. Uh, follow us on social media. Hashtag Squared Circle Rewind YYC. Dave's on it all the time. He'll. I have no life. He has no life. He'll he'll talk to you. You know you can ask him questions. He'll answer. Yep. He's good like that. Uh, also, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I didn't even talk to the guys, but if you want to message the show and ask us questions, stuff we can talk about, like a mailbag, throw it in there. We'll talk, talk about, about it. Up. You want to talk about a mailbag? A mailbag. Mail. Yeah, letters. Is he oh my, you guys are just awful. <laughs> Whose address does it go to? Just the Who, worst. Is it going to Ben's? Because we're always here. Uh, and join us. Comes to your house, ben. Join us out. next episode <laughs> when we fast forward to our next rewind. WWF WrestleMania 10. The 10th anniversary. The 10th anniversary. Now.